let's be real. Lawsuits are no fun, but with Paulson and Nace, at least they are a little easier. With two DC-born partners, Paulson and Nace will fight for you the way only a Washingtonian could. Paulson and Nace handles medical malpractice, wrongful death, and other complex injury cases involving negligence. So if you have been hurt or lost a loved one because of someone else's mistake or negligence, call Paulson and Nace for a no-obligation consultation. Visit www.paulsonandnace.com or call 202-463-1999. Today on CityCast DC. Okay, so for some reason, I think we all just take for granted that every Thanksgiving, the White House will pardon a turkey. I feel like I've never actually stopped to think how those turkeys are chosen, or where are they from, you know, where do they stay in D.C., and what happens to them after they're pardoned. Luckily, we're here today with a certifiable turkey expert to answer all those questions and more, and also learn about turkey personalities, which frankly, I did not even realize was a thing. It's Wednesday, November 23rd, 2022. I'm Bridget Todd, and this is CityCast DC. Beth Breeding, so you work for the National Turkey Federation, which who even knew a thing existed? Thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. Well, you know, in Washington, D.C., there's a trade association for everything. Uh, We're really honored to represent America's turkey farmers, processors, and truly everyone in between who delivers turkey to the Thanksgiving table. So do you have any stories about the most interesting turkey that you have met in your career? Oh, my gosh. Every turkey that you meet is pretty interesting. I would say it's not every day that one gets to work directly with turkeys. But the turkeys that we bring to the White House each year are are really uh, special. They're definitely not like your average turkey. They have interacted with a lot of people. They like listening to music. I mean, they're definitely uh, extraordinary turkeys. How can you tell what a turkey is enjoying listening to music? Are they like bobbing their little heads? Are they moving their little gobbles? I mean, they truly gobble along. It's really funny if they hear music that they, I guess, enjoy or somehow, you know, speaks to them. uh, They'll gobble. If they hear other turkeys gobbling, they'll gobble along. Uh, It's kind of funny. So tell us a little bit about the history of the turkey pardoning. You know, why did this start and why D.C.? Yeah, well, really, Washington, D.C. is the only place that something like this could happen. So the National Thanksgiving Turkey Presentation is what we officially call it. And it started back in 1947 when the chairman of the National Turkey Federation presented a turkey to President Harry Truman. And from there, the rest is history. So this year in 2022, we're actually celebrating the 75th year of this tradition in the nation's capital. But the actual pardon part didn't get formalized until 1989 with President George H.W. Bush. He officially pardoned the turkeys and they have been pardoned every year since. So what goes into picking a turkey to be pardoned? So Our chairmanship is a one-year term here at the National Turkey Federation, and it is the honor, the responsibility of our chairman to raise and 
present the turkeys at the White House. So that's why you see them coming from different states. This year, we're really excited that the turkeys are coming from North Carolina, um, but Virginia is a really major turkey producing state. So we've had a lot of turkeys uh, from the Virginia area, particularly the Shenandoah Valley. Have there been any Maryland turkeys represented? There is not much turkey production in Maryland and certainly not much in D.C. Maryland is primarily chickens, but I mean, there could be a chance. (laughs) So walk us through a day in the life of this turkey that is picked to be pardoned. Like, are they living the high life for a turkey? What what are they up to? They are. They're living large for sure. So (laughs) The turkeys come from their farm. They are driven to Washington, D.C., so whether that's a quick ride from North Carolina or a longer haul from South Dakota or wherever they're coming from, and they arrive into D.C. and are welcomed to the Willard uh, right by the White House. It's been the home of the turkeys since 2013, and they get a red carpet welcome where they're greeted by the staff and the hotel manager. and Wait, a literal red carpet welcome? A literal red carpet welcome. <laughs> they walk the red carpet, and it's really fun. And they're presented with their room keys, and then we let them go settle down. So they spend some time. They have their own hotel room, but don't worry. It is protected. We make sure, you know, we cover things up so that they don't make a mess, but... They enjoy spending time in their room, and then, you know, they kind of get to see some sights around the hotel a little bit, and then eventually they get to go over to the White House. Do they have any, this like, special requests? Like, is there anything that, like, what are you doing to make sure these turkeys feel special? Absolutely. Well, we want to make sure that they feel like they're at home. So we make sure they're comfortable by putting down shavings and have their food and their water. Uh, make sure the room is, you know, appropriately climate controlled for them. And they're not too demanding. They just like to have access to food. They like to have the TV on. They really like to watch local news. They're they're into it. <laughs> and they gobble along to that as well. <laughs> gobble along. Uh, I mean, like, how do you keep them down to earth? Do they ever, like, become divas? Like, oh, I'm I'm a celebrity turkey now. <laughs> You know, they're, they're pretty grounded. They know from the start that they're special turkeys, but we try to keep them humble. They're part of a presidential flock when they are first hatched. So they don't necessarily know that they're the turkeys that are going to be going to the White House until right beforehand. So they really can't get too cocky or too ahead of themselves. That's good to know. I'm, I'm glad y'all keep them humble. <laughs> Absolutely. You have to. <laughs> David, thanks for chatting with me. So like you and I both have cars in the DC metro area and sometimes they're great, but sometimes they can be a hassle. And I heard you had car issues, man. Yes, my car like me is old and falling apart. (laughs) And so I wanted to get it fixed. But one of the truly unpleasant tasks I find in the world is getting your car fixed because you have to take it usually somewhere extremely distant, extremely inconvenient, arrange some alternate form of transportation. And so I heard about Rota, rota rota.com. And I went on the rota.com website and they will come and pick your car up, take it from you, and then do the work and bring it back to you. And so I made an appointment on Rota, which was easy as pie, beautiful user interface um, for the work that I wanted done. The valet showed up at around 10 o'clock at my house as exactly on time, very easy, just handed him my keys. He drove off with my car. About an hour later, April called me. 
She said, here are some things that we found with your car in addition to what you want to do. She sent me videos that Michael... Wait, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a car nerd, so I like want to know the nitty gritty of what's happening because I I don't know stuff. A million percent. They sent me this video. There was a particular belt that was had broken, and they sent me a video of it. And they sent me a list of sort of here are the things that were recommended. Here are the things that seemed urgent to fix, and I could choose what I wanted to fix. And sent that back to them, which took me like three minutes. Michael, the technician, fixed it. They then texted me and said, "Oh, your car's on the way back." My car was back in front of my house at 2.30. I'd given it to them at 10. It was back in front of my house that afternoon. Also, note, the valet did a much better job parking in front of my house than I do. (laughs) Don't they always? So much closer to the curb. And it was an incredibly pleasant, super easy experience. And they were very trustworthy. They were clear about what they were going to fix. And it was incredibly convenient. Yeah. So this like seems like a dream. Uh, I have used them before, but it's been a bit. Would you use them again for something like this? I would like use this? Rhoda again in a second. I would use Rhoda. And they have a discount for us too, for CityCast listeners. So if you nice. go to Rhoda.com, they have the discount code CityCast20 and you get 20% off. Sweet. Uh, Plots, David, thank you so much for talking with me. Again, CityCast listeners, you get 20% off off any Rhoda service up to $100 using the code CityCast20. So go to Rhoda.com. That's R-O-D-A.com. Book your appointment. When was the last time you went to the theater? Well, we have a new show for you to check out. The Gala Theater in Columbia Heights is showing the political musical comedy Museum in the Closet, Avida's Return, which follows Argentine icon Eva Perón to the afterlife as her preserved corpse ignites political scandals, clandestine affairs, and mysterious murders. The show is full of samba, reggae, and tango that will have you tapping your feet nonstop. The show is in Spanish with English surtitles and will run from May 9th through June 9th. Get your tickets now at galatheater.org or call 202-234-7174. So once the turkey is done in D.C., what happens next? Where does it go from there? Yeah, that's a great question. So these two turkeys are pardoned, which means they will not be on the Thanksgiving table. In the past several years, we've been really excited to partner with universities that have strong animal science, agriculture programs. Uh, We know that when they go there, they're going to receive excellent care, but also they'll help promote agriculture education, which is so important to us as a turkey industry to to really influence that next generation of of leaders. This year, they're going to be going to NC State down in Raleigh, back to their home state. But for several years, we partnered with Virginia Tech and uh, the turkeys would go there, which was very fitting. You know, they could hang out with their cousin, the Hokie bird, <laughs> and they love being down in Blacksburg. Is the day of the pardon a pretty packed day for the turkeys? Are they, by the end of it, so tired? It's a big day for them. Just like anyone else going to the White House, they have to go through security screening. Um, so they get to take a little ride around D.C., go through security and into the White House. And just like everyone else, we're on the president's schedule. So we're we're waiting and we're ready for him whenever he's ready for us. So they get to spend some time kind of pecking around the Rose Garden 
Uh, it's really fun, but at the end of the day, I think they're all ready to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> do they? I mean, I, I don't know much about turkeys, but you're making them sound so interesting. Do they have distinct personalities? You know, I think it's more fun to kind of make up that they do. I don't know <laughs> that they actually have distinct uh, personalities, but you can definitely see some some quirks that some of them might have, you know, uh, one year I was wearing a floral dress and I learned the hard way that you shouldn't do that because they think that it's food. <laughs> so that's a, a little note if you're ever, you know, up close and personal with the turkey. They're definitely funny uh, creatures. What makes DC the prime location for this process? Like I can imagine them doing the pardoning in the president's home state or something like that, mm-hmm. like or wherever the turkey comes from. Why DC in particular? You know, uh, when you're presenting a turkey to the president, there's no better backdrop than the Rose Garden, and there's no better setting than our nation's capital. There's a lot of history here, and this is becoming uh, one of America's most beloved holiday traditions. So uh, it's kind of fitting that in a place with so much history, and also a place that, you know, day to day, politics might get a little grueling or, 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 you know... A little bit divisive, but we can all agree that pardoning a turkey at Thanksgiving is a lot of fun and injects a little bit of levity into things. So I think DC is the best place to do that. Yeah, it's nice to have a reason to rise above all the pecking <laughs> and squabbling of politics yes, with something yes. everybody can agree on. Yes, there's always a lot to gobble about for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for indulging my my turkey puns. <laughs> I had to. (laughs) Beth, thank you so much for being here and happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. And before you go, here's some quick news. A disability advocacy group is suing D.C. over its street redesign plans. It says the newly constructed bike lanes make it harder for people with mobility issues to park and cross the street. And in more positive transportation news, after five long years of construction, the massive I-66 express lanes project in Northern Virginia is finally opening. The newest eastbound lanes opened yesterday, and express lanes are running from the Capitol Beltway to Gainesville, Virginia. The speed limits in these new express lanes will be 70 miles per hour. Also, the Washington Spirit have brought back Mark Parsons to be their head coach. Parsons coached the team from 2013 to 2015, and most recently led the Netherlands women's national team. Now, this is all part of a string of high-end hires for the Spirit, which included bringing in former U.S. women's national team coach Don Scott as their new director of performance. And finally, we are all super excited to be taping our first-ever live show a week from today. We'll be recording an episode of our weekly news roundup at the Politics and Pros at Union Market on November 30th from 6.30 to 7.30. And we're all going to go out for drinks in the neighborhood afterward, so come hang out with us. That's all for today here on CityCast DC. Our lead producer is Priyanka Tilvey. Our producers are Julia Karen and Meg Dalton. Kayla Cody Stemmerman writes our sister newsletter, Hey DC. Our music is by Alex Roldan. And our hosts are Michael Schaefer from Politico and me, Bridget Todd. We're off for the rest of the week as we stuff ourselves with turkey and pie. But if you enjoyed the show, steal your mom, dad, sisters, brothers, aunties, cousins' phones this Thanksgiving and subscribe them to CityCast DC too. We'll be back on Monday morning with even more news from around the city. Have a great holiday.